0: let's talk about tech and the military what up everybody this is your boy tech g back with another video and in this video we're going to be talking about it computer technology career fields as it directly relates to the united states military and as to whether or not joining the u.s military is a viable option for you as you consider how you could potentially break into the IT career field. So I got a message here on my YouTube channel from a, from a brother named Mac. He says, my brother wants to go into the military. He's 16. Does he need to go to college first to get into IT in the military or will they train him? So that is the question from Mac over here. So first things first, Mac. No, you do not need to go to college first to get into IT. I've done videos talking about that. So just look through some of my past videos and I have directly addressed that specific question as it relates to IT into the military. Yes, the military will train you if you go into the uh, career, the IT career field in the military. So we're actually going to talk about that real quick. Now, understand, I'm not going to break down every single branch of the military because, as you guys can see from my hat, I've only served in one branch of the military. That is the United States Army. I was active duty for 13 years from 2002 to 2015. Uh, I did IT the entire time, and I've done some other stuff in the military, but IT was my primary job. I'm pretty well versed on that. To a certain extent, and what do I mean is I've been out the military for coming up on five years now. I haven't stepped foot on an army base in about five years, so things may have changed compared to what was going on when I was in versus what may be taking place today. I highly doubt anything is drastically changed, but you know, the military, especially the U.S. Army, is forever changing to keep up with the times and all this great, wonderful stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm really just going to talk about IT as it directly relates to, to the United States military, in particular, two MOSs that stands for Military Occupational Specialty. And this will be 25 Bravo and 25 Delta. And then what I will do, I will post links in the description below for each branch as to where you can get more information about each branch as it relates to technology or IT in general for, for, the, for that specific branch. But your best option would be, if you are considering joining the U.S. military, is um, probably go speak to your local recruiter. They are probably your best source of information out there if you are trying to consider joining the U.S. military and so that you can enter IT. I think it's a good thing. I did it. And look at me. I'm living a life, ladies and gentlemen. I'm making YouTube videos. I'm a success. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and talk about this stuff real quick. Let's get into it. Like I said, I will be providing links to where you can find all of this information. But we're going to start off with the U.S. Army. Go Army. Yeah. You go to GoArmy.com slash careers, uh, jobs. Like I said, I'll put a link so you can go to this. And um, you're going to come across this page right here, careers and jobs, ladies and gentlemen. And you're going to see, it's going to say computers and technology. Now, first thing you guys need to understand, when it comes to the U.S. Army, as it directly relates to IT, IT falls up under what is called the signal core basically there are a whole bunch of jobs that deal with electronic communications in some degree or another and it falls up under that core ladies and gentlemen and this and you will learn about it well i'll put it like this most of the signal related jobs that you can learn about or go into in the united states army you will be taught this stuff at a base called fort gordon in Augusta, Georgia. And then the other base is, I want to say it's Fort Meade, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. But I want to say it's Fort Meade, somewhere up there in Maryland, where they teach some other signal-related jobs up there as well. But Fort Gordon is the main spot, and I am very familiar with Fort Gordon. I was actually an IT instructor or an AIT instructor. It's called Advanced Individual Training. I used to work in Dixon Hall, where I taught brand new soldiers coming into the military, the 25 Bravo MOS. I did that for like uh, about four and a half years when I came back from Afghanistan in 2011. And I did that all the way up until I actually ETS or in the time of service uh, when I got out the military in uh, November 2015. You got to understand that there are a plethora of jobs out there that are directly related to computers and technology in the U.S. Army. And this web page right here, Like I said, link will be in the description below. It is going to describe uh, at least 27 different potential jobs that you can consider. Now, I'm not about to go through all 27 of these jobs. I suggest you spend a little bit of time looking at it on your own time and and figure out if, if a certain career field is right for you. You got everything from satellite communications operators. I used to work with a bunch of those guys. You know, they'll set up the satellite dishes and get the link to connect to the satellite up in space. And now you got satellite communications on and popping. You got signal officers. That's sort of like, a how do you phrase it? A general term for an officer who's just in charge of a bunch of signal soldiers or in charge of a signal unit. Um, They're not as specialized, nowhere near to the degree as an enlisted or a warrant officer. But, you know, they still know a little something, something. Uh, You got Signal Support specialists, 25 Uniforms. You got 35 Sierras, 35 Novembers. These are Signal Intelligence Analysts. There it is. You got the Warrant Officer Corps. Then the Warrant Officers, they got their own little MOSs up in there. Let me see. Go back. I think I'm on the wrong page. Oh, here we go. Then we got everything from avionics to cable dogs, which is 25 lemas. These guys do it a lot of cable, fiber optic cables and things of that nature. I used to work with a lot of those guys as well. Uh, computer detection system repair, 94 Fox. I've never heard of this one. This sounds, some, this sounds brand new, but <laughs> wait, have I heard of this one? Let me see. Let me read the description real quick. I don't know. I don't I don't remember that MOS, but look, there's a lot of MOSs in the military. Just scroll through this list. Like I said, I'll provide a link in the description, but it's going to take you to careers and jobs. And then it's going to tell you about all the various computers and technology career fields as it directly relates to the United States Army and Then you go through and, you know, read up on it and figure out which one might be right for you. Then mosey on down to your local recruiter or punch your email in here and then a recruiter will magically show up at your house, get you to sign some paperwork, ship you off the boot camp. After boot camp, you'll go to AIT where you will learn your job and go out there and be all you can be in an army of one, ladies and gentlemen, just like I did. Yeah. And I had fun. I had a lot of fun doing it, believe it or not. So let's get to the MOSs that I want to talk about. So the first one is this right here. This is called an information technology specialist, a 25 Bravo. This was actually my MOS, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I did in the Army, and this is what I actually taught. So as you can see right here, it says you have to be enlisted. This is not a position that's open for officers. This is for enlisted soldiers only. It can be active duty, reserve, component, or National Guard. And this is considered an entry-level job because you're going to come straight out of basic training you're going to go to AIT for about, uh, how long is that AIT? About four or five months or something like that. You're going to learn about all this wonderful entry level IT stuff. And you're going to do some other cool stuff like go to the weapons range, wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and go run three, four miles around Barton Field and all that stuff. Get yelled at by drill sergeants. Just live the life, ladies and gentlemen. And then, you know, you'll also learn about some um, some other technologies that are specifically directly related to military applications only and that stuff can change depending upon what kind of brand new toys the military is invested into but here's an overview it says information technology specialists they are responsible for maintaining processing and troubleshooting military computer systems and operations so these are the guys who are going to pretty much make it possible for you to go out there and look at the internet as you are using the government's internet, which is you know known as Nipper or Sipper. Those are the guys that are going to be responsible for helping to keep that infrastructure in place so that higher-ups can talk to the lower-ranking soldiers so they can go out there and do whatever they got to do to keep America safe, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to participate in the maintenance of networks, hardware, and software. You're going to provide customer and network administration services, construct, edit, and test computer programming, uh, programs, I should say. Um, I will say that most of that stuff is true. Now, will you actually learn that in AIT as you're learning the job, that depends. Like I said, I haven't been there in five years. So I don't, I can't really tell you what they're doing up in there now, but just understand that when you get sent to your first duty station after you qualify for your job, that's when the real learning kicks in and you're going to learn how to do all kinds of super duper cool stuff as it directly relates to the mission of the unit that you are assigned to it says requirements: those who want to serve must first take the ASFAB, the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. That is a series of tests that helps you better understand your strengths and identify which army jobs are best for you. So when you guys go down there to visit your recruiter, or your recruiter magically pops up at your door before they ship you off to basic training, assuming that you physically and mentally qualify to join the military. You're going to have to take a test called the ASFAB real simple test, or at least I thought it was, but then again, you know, whatever, but (laughs) this test is going to, uh, it's been a long time. I took that test back in like 2001, so I don't know what it looks like either. But based upon my memory, it's just a, uh, it's just like it was just like a test that you had to answer some some math problems. Like they'd be like, okay, you got fifty math problems you have to solve in like one minute. It was something like two plus two equals what? Five plus five equals what? You just got to go down a list of fifty of these and answer them. And then I'm assuming the more you got correct, then, you know, the higher it would help to increase your score. You had to do some spatial problems in terms of does this square fit into this round hole or what shape? You know, some weird stuff like that, man. But that was back in 2001 or 2002 when I took it. So obviously, I imagine that test has changed a lot, but they used that test just like the site said to help determine which career fields you might actually qualify for because just because you might want to do something the army might be like hold on partner we need you to take this test first to see if you even qualify for it and if you don't well this is what you do qualify for and you need to pick something from there and if we have an opening we'll put you on in there that's you know that's kind of how it works then it says training your job training for the IT specialist requires 10 weeks of basic training and 20 weeks of advanced individual training with on the job instruction. That is the AIT portion where I was one of the instructors. So after when you come to AIT, you're going to learn about computer consoles and peripheral equipment, computer system concepts. Planning, designing, and testing computer systems. So basically, you're going to be learning about A plus, Net Plus, Security Plus. Those are three of the primary courses that you will be learning about. And then, like I said, they're probably going to sprinkle in some other courses that are primarily designed for military equipment only. And so that stuff kind of changes because the military is always getting brand new toys to go play with. So I can't really tell you what they may may be playing with now, because once again, I haven't stepped foot on a U.S. Army base in almost five years. So I don't know what's going on out there. All right. So helpful skills. So if you are interested in computer science, attention to detail. Ability to communicate effectively and experience with installation of computers, then this might be something that you should consider looking into. Then we get to some other stuff down here where it talks about the compensation. You get paid. uh, Your compensation includes housing, medical, food, special pay and vacation time. You guys can visit the links to learn more all about that. Depending upon what job you're going to, they might even give you an enlistment bonus, which is always great. And I believe they pay these and bon- these bonuses all the way up front, compared to how they paid it when I first came in. Like they gave me a fifteen thousand dollar bonus when I first joined, but you know after they took taxes out, or how did they do it? I think the first year they gave me half of the bonus, so I got like seventy five hundred dollars right after tax, well before taxes. And then I got the remaining 7500 was split over the first four years of my enlistment. So I never got all the money at one time, which was, you know, kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. But I think they changed that for you, for you younger people. Then we get into the education benefits, qualify for uh, full tuition, merit-based scholarships, books and fees, and all kind of other wonderful stuff, man, that I personally took advantage of when I was in the military. In fact, this is how I funded my master's in it and my MBA using my gi bill and then it can prepare you for careers outside of the military so so if you want to become a computer programmer whether you're working for a government uh, job or you're doing some private work or you start your own business then you're going to learn all this basic stuff to help get you get the ball rolling man and you can go out there and do great wonderful things with your life ladies and gentlemen so now here's something that i don't recall ever hearing it says partnership for youth success or the pays program it says those interested in this job may be eligible for civilian employment after the army by enrolling in the army pays program the pays program is a recruitment option that guarantees a job interview with military-friendly employers that are looking for experienced and trained veterans to join their organization oh my i might need to look into this myself because this is the first time I'm hearing about this program myself, so (laughs) I'm going to have to take a look at that because I don't, shoot, this is brand new to me too. Anyways, this is the Information Technology Specialist 25 Bravo. So like I said, this MOS is essentially, you're learning entry-level IT, A+, Net+, Security+, and Like I say, some other stuff sprinkled in that is directly related to military applications only. I think you guys should consider it. You know, for those of you who want to go out there and be all you can be, jump out of airplanes like I used to back in the day, overseas to the Mideast, where I went, Kuwait and Afghanistan, or some of y'all might get lucky, go to Korea, go to Europe, go to places in Central and South America or in the Caribbean. I didn't get to experience all of that. They just sent me to the sandbox, but that's cool. You guys might get luckier than me, but I think it's a good thing, man. I think it's a good thing, especially if you're young, coming coming out of high school or if you're still in your early 20s, just getting out of college or, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, I had a lot of fun. I did 13 years in, did a lot of things, and I don't I don't regret it. So, I think it's something y'all should consider if you think the military is something you want to implement into your life, right? So, Information Technology Specialist 25 Bravo is the first IT-related MOS or job in the Army that I am extremely versed in. The next one we're going to talk about is, is called 25 Delta, and this is Cyber Network Defender. This particular MOS had just got started, I want to say, about two years before I actually got out of the military. As a matter of fact, when I was in the military, they were like heavily recruiting us to try to switch over to that MOS, and sometimes I kind of wish I did because I would probably I probably would have gotten out of the army as a sergeant first class or maybe even a master sergeant, you know, who knows, but you know, at that time, I was ready to go, but <laughs> but they were but this this really got started up about like I say about 2 years, 2 or 3 years before I got out the military. So I had a whole bunch of my friends who actually reclassed to go into this career field. And some of them uh, ended up getting promoted, like almost instantaneously. So, you know, like this one particular guy, we met each other and we were both specialists. E fours like long time ago. He's a, he's a master Sergeant now. Now, great dude. But back in the day, you would have looked at him. You would have like, there is no way in the world. This dude is making it above the rank of E six. Cause back in those days we was, we was in them clubs, we was drinking brews all over the place and we were just wilding out. But you know, we were young too. So people change, mature, and he's uh he's a master sergeant now out there doing the damn thing. So shout out to my dude. He knows who he is. All right, so let's talk about this. So this is the Cyber Network Defender. So you could think of this like the cyber security MOS for the U.S. Army. At least that's how It was somewhat explained to me a few years ago. It says the cyber network defender performs specialized computer network defense duties, including infrastructure support, incident response, auditing and managing the cyber network defender also protects against and detects unauthorized activity in the cyberspace domain and uses a variety of tools to analyze and respond to attacks. So that is just a bunch of fluff words or these are the cyber security people. Now, as you can see, you have to be enlisted. You can be active duty, army reserve, or national guard, but this particular MOS is not entry level. So what that means is you're going to have to join the army in one of these other computer related MOSs that I was talking about, or any other MOS, and then you're going to have to reclassify once you meet Certain criteria, and I think the criteria is more than likely you got to be at least an E five or an E six with X amount of years, and you got to meet certain physical uh demands. Like you, know, you got to pass your PT test and pass your weapons range and all this other stuff. You might even have to take a test. I, you know, I don't know, but you got to you got to meet certain requirements. Oh yeah, you, I know you have to have Security Plus. You definitely have to have a Security Plus certificate or certification to go into this particular MOS. But more than likely, you got to you got to have to be an E-5, which is a sergeant or E-6 staff sergeant at the bare minimum. And you're going to have to have security plus in order to go into this MOS. So that's why this is not considered an entry level position. But, you know, then again, cybersecurity in general is not considered an entry level position in the civilian world. Most times, if you want to go into cybersecurity, they typically I'm not going to say this is never going to happen, but they typically will not just bring somebody straight off the street who is literally just starting their career in IT and then throw them into cybersecurity. You're going to have have to have certain certifications and or experience and then begin transitioning into a cybersecurity role. Uh okay, here it is. Just like I said, so here go here go the requirements, right? You got to be a staff sergeant. So I just said that. MOS is immaterial, so just like I said earlier, you can pretty much be any MOS so as long as you meet certain qualifications you know, and they have openings they'll let you cross over. It says you got to have at least four years of experience in information assurance and IT. And this experience must be verified by the personal development officer. Oh, and you got to have a TS clearance. That's important. And so you got to meet these qualifications, you know, so if you go into the army, you meet all these qualifications, you should be good money out in these streets, right? So it says training, It says uh, job training for 25 Delta Cyber Network Defender is conducted under the uh, auspices of the USA Signal School at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Very familiar with Fort Gordon. It's contact your commanding officer, blah, blah, blah. So some of the skills you'll learn conducting defensive uh, cyberspace operations and conducting offensive cyberspace operations and analyzing info. So this defensive and Offensive stuff is really talking about hacking. You're gonna, you're basically gonna go out there, and I believe they're gonna help you get your certified ethical hacker certification, and you might even get a penetration. What is it? Penetration tester certification from CompTIA, where you are trying to break into people's systems. Of course, they know you're trying to break into them so that you can find potential weaknesses. So that you can keep out the bad people who are trying to break into your stuff. and Then you'll be defending against people who are trying to break into your network. Because, you know, one of the things about the military's networks, it is a bunch of people from all over the world who are constantly trying to hack into this thing so they can get all the latest and greatest secrets and, you know, do do all this crazy stuff that they dream about in their wildest fantasies doing to the U.S. military. Some helpful skills, self-discipline, confidence, intelligence, physical, mental toughness gotta make quick decisions and do some other stuff all right and then we get to the same benefits and all this other wonderful stuff down here so this is like i said cyber network security is essentially cyber security career field for the u.s army these are the two career fields that i'm very familiar with especially the 25 bravo one and i know a lot of people that switched over to become cyber network defenders or cybersecurity personnel. So this is what you can expect to get into with the US army and this stuff can drastically prepare you for life after the military if you don't decide to become a lifer meaning you're going to do 20 years or more in the military and retire that's what i would start with um like i said i will provide the links to all of this so this is the careers and jobs on goarmy.com where you can read about various computers and technology related jobs over here this is navy.com um i didn't really go through all this cuz some of these websites uh, we'll, we'll be clicking on links forever but i'll post the link to this in the description box as well yes the navy does has it personnel as well um, you just got to go through and read about the stuff. Let me see. You see, it's like taking forever to load up over here. You got the Air Force. I know they have IT jobs as well. So go look into the Air Force. You see this right here, computers and computer science jobs. It says it has about 45 careers that are related to this. They got some cyberspace stuff going on over here as well. I suggest you guys start clicking on these links so you can be out here doing all this Cool stuff these airmen are doing. Then you got the U.S. Marine Corps. I couldn't find nothing directly on the Marine Corps site, but I did go to this website called TheBalanceCareers.com, and I'll have a link to this as well where it highlights Marine jobs. You'll scroll down, and then it'll show all the uh, communications MOSs that are in the uh, U.S. Marine Corps, and you can read about them and and, and click on links to your heart's content to uh, figure out which one may be appropriate for you. And I believe the uh, Coast Guard, the Coast Guard probably has a site has I, I'm pretty sure they have a IT field as well in the Coast Guard. I didn't think to look them up because I totally forgot that they were part of the U.S. military. <laughs> Shout out to all my Coast Guard people, y'all out there representing on the boats and stuff, doing what you do, but. I'll post links to them in the uh, description box as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot we got the Space Force now. So I forgot all about the Space Force, ladies and gentlemen. So if I find something related to IT in the Space Force, since that is the sixth branch of the military now, I'll post links in the description box for that as well. All right. So I just got finished discussing various IT career paths as it specifically relates to the US military. So, like I said, if you feel like you want to join the military and you want to go into IT, guess what? You can combine both of those together and go out there and be a super soldier, yell who every 5 minutes and click clack on computers and do all kind of cool stuff whether stateside or overseas somewhere. You know, just living out your wildest fantasies like I somewhat did for 13 years, but Yes, you can do those things in the military, ladies and gentlemen. And another thing that I failed to mention. So when you're out there going to get these certifications through the military, guess what? The military will pay for the certifications, ladies and gentlemen. That is absolutely correct. So when I was teaching at the schoolhouse on Fort Gordon teaching uh, 25 Bravo soldiers how to get the 25 Bravo MOS, uh, we provided them vouchers for the A the network plus and the security plus certifications. And then there were some instances where that we had some super smart soldiers who want to get higher level certs like their CCNAs. Guess what? We funded those, too, for those soldiers as well. So you can get the U.S. military to pay for a lot of these certifications, ladies and gentlemen, so that you don't have to come out of your pocket. And I know if you go into the 25 Delta MOS, that is the cybersecurity one. I mentioned that penetration tester certification from CompTIA, then the CEH, the Certified Ethical Hacker, and then there's some other some other uh cybersecurity certs out there that cost a lot of money. Guess what? The military paid for all that stuff too. So you could potentially be saving hundreds if not thousands on certification costs by just simply telling Uncle Sam to pay for it so as long as you pass. So there's a lot of benefits to joining the military and going into IT, man. That could be a uh, pretty much 100% damn near guaranteed to landing you a government job once you get out or go out there and work for a private company. You got all this experience, all these certifications. You're going to look like a, you're going to potentially look like a rock star out on these streets, ladies and gentlemen least on paper. <laughs> but, you know, so there's a lot of benefits, man, but you just have to make the decision. Do you want to join the US military? Because you got to also keep this in mind, even though you join the military and you want to learn computers, you got to realize that that is your secondary job. Your number 1 numero uno primary job in the military, especially as it directly relates to the US Army, is you are an infantryman. At all times ladies and gentlemen so you have to know the basic stuff that the infantrymen know and then you go out there and learn all this other stuff related to the job that you actually wanted to sign up for regardless you need to learn how to well you're gonna learn how to shoot rifles and do basic tactical stuff just in case the ultimate just in case scenario happens and you find yourself in iraq afghanistan or wherever And you got to go out there and protect yourself, protect your team, protect your squad, protect whoever you are tasked with protecting. That's the reality of the job, ladies and gentlemen. So if you think that's for you, go out there and do it. Go speak to your recruiter, got one in your city, or if not, go online. And like I said, there will be a recruiter who will magically show up at your door. And guess what? He or she can begin the process to get you underway so you can become this super duper it trooper for the u.s army or whatever branch you decide to go into anyways if you got something beneficial out of this video please like share and subscribe to the channel also drop a comment below let me know your feels and all that wonderful stuff Also go visit my website, technologyg.com for more information about whatever topic you want to learn about as it directly relates to entry-level IT stuff. And guess what? We can get it popping from there. So until next video, ladies and gentlemen, peace.